0: Hashtag
1: #SAFM Sport On So as I mentioned in the update then another defeat for the Proteas this time by six wickets uh, losing to India the game has just finished now so it is three three games and three losses now and let's speak to former Protea uh, Mr Pat Simcox who joins us on the line Pat good evening sir thank you for speaking to us on SAFM
2: Thanks uh, to be good evening to all your listeners and to you as well
1: Three games three defeats can they still get into the semis or is it all over now Pat Simcox
2: Well, as far as the equation is concerned, I believe they can still do it. They've got to win all the games in a row, plus um, some big run rates. And I'm I'm not sure that's possible. But be that as it may, I think technically they can. Um, But let's see.
1: Should we be surprised that they've lost three out of three, considering that before the tournament, no one was giving them a chance? They were not being mentioned amongst the favourites.
2: I think we should. Uh, to be honest, I mean, South Africa goes to a World Cup. They're always going to be up there with um, the best sides. Uh, they South Africa's a rated one-day international team. So there's a lot of yes. Uh, we were down playing it. That you know, we're not as, good as in um, England or Australia, we always downplayed it, but mm. at the end of the day, there was a great expectation. I mean, you've got number one fast bowler in the world, in uh, Kajisa Rabada playing, you've got some uh, world class players, like, you know, the names that were mentioned, but they just haven't really come to the party, and you look back on it now, and um been an absolute disaster for three games in a row.
1: Yeah, and and let's look at this game against India. I mean, Afaf took some slack against Bangladesh for not betting first. He betted first today, but some say this is probably the game where he should have bowled first, considering the conditions. Were you surprised by the decision?
2: I wasn't, because we played two spinners, and when you uh-huh. play two spinners you want to bowl last. So that kind of made sense to me, um, but uh, the disappointing part is that India bowled first, and their spinner Jala took four uh, wickets and our two spinners bowled um, what 19 overs. I think they, they went for about 115. and didn't get a wicket mm. between them. So at the end of the day, you bowled, you batted first to bowl last, and your spinners didn't get a wicket against India.
1: And what did you make of the selection? Obviously injury forced, but the decision to play two spinners against India
2: we had no option um, because we had no other bowlers to play and that was to get the balance right you know and the minute was injured and of course Dale Steyn went gone home mm. um, then you were you were faced with what do you do next you can't compromise your batting um, because that's been a problem uh, as it, as we know so there was a selection dilemma but this really started a while ago you know mm. the, the selection of, of, of the World Cup when you look back on it now you know it was always risky taking Dale Steyn to the World Cup Um, He hasn't been fit for the last year or so He's bowled a couple of overs We haven't seen him in an extended run And so that was always a problem And Giddy was actually injured um, A month or two before the World Cup You know, uh, we were just lucky That Kajisa Robada hasn't got injured um, Because he's bowled a heck of a lot of overs So we were always going with with, uh, Difficulties if things went wrong And they did Um, But I didn't expect the batting to go as badly as it has um I at least expected the top six to, you know, give a bit of a show. But when you look at it, I think there's fifteen times that we've got over twenty mm. and not one person has got more than eighty. Mm. So there's clearly a batting issue, you know, of responsibility. It's almost as if we're playing kind of T20 cricket and getting good fifties and 40s and 20s. But that's not good enough, and we saw that today from
1: India. You mentioned the gamble of taking Del Steyn to the World Cup. Did we put all our eggs in one basket, Pat Simcox, and with our bowlers hit by injury? Now it seems like we didn't have another plan because Otis Gibson believes in the fast bowlers.
2: Well, I think you're right. I think that is exactly what happened. You know, it's easy to believe in the fast bowlers and they were almost targeted a long while ago. You know, there were bowlers that were discounted that, um, maybe should have been in their reckoning. You know, I'm not saying that, uh, Philander should have been playing or, or whoever, but at the end of the day, you know, this was almost decided, it seemed a while ago that it was all geared up for that. Um, and I don't think there was a plan B. And, um, the selection panel have really got to, you know, for me, uh, when you look what the disaster that's happened in terms of selection, that is quite unacceptable. And then the, the mistakes that we've made along the way, when we've had to bat first, we've bowled first, and we got it the wrong way around, and Fafs admitted it, you know. So mm. you've got to question what's going on there, and then certainly from a batting point of view, you know, our, our, our batting performances, um, clearly, you know, somebody's got to go there. That, that just doesn't work. So. Um, I'm very disappointed, and I'm sure that every single South African fan is disappointed that the product we're pushing out of our system is just not good enough to compete in the world stage, and that needs to be addressed.
1: And obviously, with everybody pointing fingers now, questions have been asked about the betting coach, Del Bankenstein. I would think his credentials speak for themselves, but why do you think he's failed to ignite this betting lineup?
2: Well, you know, they don't speak for themselves, to be honest. Um, you, you know, he hasn't been a batting coach of any major team. You know, mm-hmm. he coaches at Hilton College as a school. At the end of the day, yes, he played cricket overseas. He was quite a good player. didn't play a lot of, for South Africa. Um, certainly didn't play test cricket. And I'm not sure that there's, there's a, a five-year period where he's been a batting coach for a long time and understands the culture that has to go. I think he's learning on the job at the same time. And we got rid of, the Neil, likes McKenzie. of Neil McKenzie.
1: And look what who, he's doing
2: now. <laughs> you know, so, so Neil McKenzie is um, sitting watching from Bangladesh and, and loving it, I guess.
1: Yeah, they've got their highest ODI score. score, um, 330 against the Proteus there with Neil McKenzie. Uh, let's go to the lines. Patrick has called us from PE. Good evening, Patrick. Uh, good evening, you and
0: good evening, good evening to my namesake, there, Mr. <laughs> Patrick Hall. Yeah, uh, good evening. Yeah, um, I, I think I think I think was needed even prior to the World Cup. He is picking a lot of sense to this, mm. and I think uh, until we face that reality that is the person who was talking about, the fact that we're never properly, we're, we're not there in on anything, and our preparation is really questionable. And I think for me, it's a worry uh, that we build our team around. We don't have a backup plan, you know, uh, that if this happened, that will happen. And I think today's performance from Bowling, okay, Bowling, Brabada did bowl well, and you could see he was really fired up, really wanted to turn things up. But our team here, yeah, um, it needs a lot of, I don't know what is needed. You can't just move them, all of them, but it needs a lot of wishing up. But I think the best that what we can learn from this is the fact that preparation does not start on the eve of a year that going to play World Cup next year. It starts after this World Cup. You should prepare for the next World Cup.
1: Okay, nice one, Patrick. Calling us from uh, PE there. Also talking about bet, the betting, raising his concerns. What about the fielding, Pet Simcox? Because as South Africa, we said high standards for ourselves, and we saw that drop catch today, David Miller. But even in the other two games, the, the, the fielding wasn't that great.
2: No, throughout our three games so far, the fielding be uh, you know sub subpar to what we are used to as a South African side. You know, it's it's a that's what we've prided ourselves on over the years since John road, you know, so I, I've been disappointed in the fielding and that needs to be looked at as well. So you're really, you're looking at the batting's poor, the fielding's poor and our bowling hasn't been up to par and we've had poor selection. And I think Patrick made such a good point there. you know, that we haven't had a plan B. Yeah. I mean, we've picked Buren Hendricks now to come and replace Dale Steyn. But remember, we've always known that the World Cup's going to be played in June and there is no cricket being played in South Africa. Yeah. So, where is Bjorn Hendricks going to walk into a team now and suddenly, if this was a critical time, we were in a critical situation, that we had to win and Bjorn Hendricks got to play. I would have thought Bjorn Hendricks would have been in England playing in some club games and making sure that you pick up the phone and you, he arrives in, in an hour, he's in your change room. Now we're phoning him, you got a fly out from South Africa, he can't make this game in time and he hasn't been playing any cricket. Now that just tells me, you know, I mean really, that's just poor, poor organising.
1: Okay, if you've just joined us, we're talking to uh, Pat Simcox. We're looking back at what happened with the protests. We're just going to take a quick break, Pat, and we'll wrap up after this break. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we're wrapping up with Pat Simcox. Now, the West is up next at the same venue on Monday, uh, Pat Simcox. So the protests are a few days off. Uh, do you expect any changes to that game?
0: Well,
2: I would have thought that when you've lost, you start to look at some changes. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking Hasha Mamla's um, probably played... His last game, I think we should look at a change there. You've got to change the opening batting for sure. If you're going to play some spinners, maybe you will play them against the West Indies. all depends who's fit now. Mm. But, yeah, we've had at least a game on this ground, which is an advantage over the West Indies. But the West Indies are running hot at the moment. Mm. So we need to get our strategy spot on there. Um, They've got some good fast bowlers. They've got Chris Gale and a couple of good batters there. They field like crazy and they're running hot. So we're going to have our work cut out. And somebody's going to need to lift this team, you know, to really to another, to another height. And find it a win, just get one and get some momentum going. But at the moment, I think it's a very, very down and disappointed change room.
1: And finally, who's your money on? Who did you like before this tournament?
2: Well, I fancy England because it's at home and they've got the, the, the conditions. They just need to beat the, the press, which will put a lot of pressure <laughs> on them. But you've really got to look at the way India go about their business and, um, a very really professional unit, and they're going to run close. I think I wouldn't write off Australia because they're always a good side. But uh, for my money, watch India.
1: Great stuff, Pet Simcox. Thank you for finding time to speak to us on SAFM. Sir, so we appreciate your insight and your views. Sir. My pleasure. Thank you, former Protea, Pat Simcox. So much reaction on social media.